Hey guys, this is Leticia. And I'm Raina. And, and welcome, welcome to Real Talk. Talk. So we're two young adults who are just trying to figure this thing called life out. So join us on this journey as we figure it out together. Well, welcome guys. Welcome to Real Talk. Hi guys. So we have a few special guests with us today. We are actually going to be talking um, about marriage and dating expectations part two, yeah. but from a man's perspective. <laughs> so Raina, can you, who's here? So we have Sam and Calvin with us today who are our good friends. So they're going to be talking from the guy's perspective about marriage, dating expectations, what they look for in a woman. All of those types of things. Yes. So, Sam, can you kind of introduce yourself a little? Like, I don't know, your name and who you are and, I don't know, just something. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, sure. Uh, hey, guys. Uh, like they said, I'm Sam. Um, during this podcast, uh, you may not be able to understand me at some points. That's fine. Um, <laughs> I won't know. So it's okay. uh, <laughs> but I am... I'm originally from Ghana, but I've lived in England most of my life. And um, relationships are interesting to me, and I have some interesting perspectives. So uh, this should be fun. Thank you guys for having me on your podcast. I've been a fan for a while. So it's really exciting for me to be here now. Yeah. And Sam, like, what do you do? So what is your day, to, uh, your day job? Okay, so I am a consultant which is just a really posh term of saying I have specific skills that my company lends to other people. So currently I work for um, the Department of Treasury and I just help them with some of their software and stuff. So uh, it sounds boring, but I promise you it's actually fun. I get to meet a lot of new different people. It's exciting. And he's making the big bucks, ladies. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> we'll, we'll, we'll give y'all his Instagram name later. <laughs> after he gives his expectations. <laughs> All right, Calvin, what about you? Tell us a little bit about yourself. Dang, I don't even know how I can you know, speak after that introduction. But <laughs> as she said, my name is Calvin. Um, unlike Sam, I'm not from Ghana, you know. But I am from the good old DMV, you know. <laughs> uh, I do not have a nice corporate job like that with the Treasury, but I work for National Tire and Battery. I am also a consultant um, slash, you know, technician when the time is needed. So I, I'm the one that, you know, I have to relay what's wrong with your car. And, you know, try to help you fix whatever issues you have. Sometimes I'm the one working on it, depending upon what it is and who we have back there. So, yeah. Cool. Cool. Yeah. Well, we're glad you guys could join us. So did you guys listen to our last podcast? Always. Okay, cool. What do you think? Yeah. Thoughts? Any thoughts? Um, yeah. There was there was a lot of things that were said which I was like, huh? <laughs> okay, all right. No, it, it's good because from a like, Calvin, I I know you can agree. For us guys, sometimes we don't think so deep into certain yeah. things. 
But when it's brought up, you know, especially from the girl's perspective, um, the lady's perspective, um, it can be kind of eye-opening, um, yeah. especially with the expectations and what they um, would want a man to do, or like some small things, which I would be like, it's not really a big deal. Well, I guess it is. So, um, but that's was- the key for part two. <laughs> yeah. that's what we go find out <laughs> what about you Kevin what do you think uh, I agree with Sam like um, it is cool seeing it from a different perspective because yeah. I feel like us guys like we're kind of I don't know when we have like relationship advice we don't really we get it from another male so it's kind of biased or it's kind of similar to what we already think so it's like you know I I'm coming to another guy for a relationship advice that's been through the same thing. So, of course, he's going to give me, you know, something I'm already thinking. Yeah. So I figure that's that's probably going to seem right at the time. But it's good hearing it from a different perspective. Okay. Well, I know I have a question for you guys based off of one topic we talked about. Before we go into, like, guys' expectations. Um, so I know we talked about how kind of the shift has been recently with like you know women taking care of men rather than men taking care of women and you know that's how we feel honestly as women um with everything we see with the guys that try to talk to us so what what do y'all what did y'all think about that comment do you guys think that's true uh i can see where you guys get that mm-hmm. um I'm going to just say it. If you feel like you're taking care of your man or significant other, uh, basically you have a scrub. <laughs> I mean, no, I don't want to know. <laughs> yeah, basically. <laughs> I don't, for me personally, this is just me speaking. Like I couldn't, I couldn't be that type of guy that is like, um, my wife or girlfriend or whatever she is at the time that is doing everything and taking care of me i would feel like a like a burden like just sitting there like while she's you know saying just sitting on the couch all day basically while she's out working or her being the main provider i i I can't bring anything to the table i would feel like i would feel some type of way about it what about you sam um yeah following calvin like if you're if you're dating someone at least for me my perspective if i'm dating someone and i am like they're doing everything you know taking care of me uh going out doing chores um not necessarily being hygienic myself um at that point it becomes selfish right because you see these things unless you're really, you know, ignorant and you can't see anything. Um, if your spouse or the person you're trying to marry um, is doing all those things and you see it and you, you're not helping, one, that's not love because that's selfish. Love is not selfish. It's selfless. Um, so that is one thing. But something I am really um what's interesting to hear was um the culture shift um 
Leah had mentioned that, you know, nowadays it seems that women um, have to take care of men. So, like, taking care of men is, like, a really strong, uh, well, it's a really strong um, view on it. So, I know I'm not supposed to be asking questions, but when you say taking care of men, like, what else does that entail aside from, um, you know, hygiene or work in the house or, like, what's the specific thing? That we were talking about? Yeah. Um, I know for me, when I say taking care of men, like, okay, from what I've seen, like, taking care of them, like, financially. Yeah. Like, yeah, like, you'll go out to eat and, like, they don't have it. So you have to, you know, pay for you and them. Mm. When, I mean, if y'all are paying for yourselves, cool. But, like, you're now taking care of them. Like, that's one thing I see a lot. Yeah. And I also, wait, what were you going to say, Let? No, that was it. Go ahead. And I also saw, too, like, one of my good friends, one of my best friends from college, she was in a relationship for, um, like, a while. And since they were in a relationship for so long, like, she eventually started having to do everything from like planning what dates they were going to go on to when they actually went on the dates they she would have to pay and so it was like in order to keep the relationship alive she was doing a lot of the work and i've seen that a lot like where guys just get a girl and then they just start chilling like then they don't come up with any cute dates to go on it's always like the girl like hey what are we going to do this friday or we should do this and we should do that and then that's another way that like women are starting to take care of men as well is because they're the ones who the relationship is dependent on to keep going. And it shouldn't be like that, you know. That's that's crazy. I actually it was like less than a week ago I was at the store in line and this guy in front of me, he worked there and he was like cashing out. And he was explaining to the, the girl behind the register, like, she was going through that same exact situation. She was, like, her boyfriend is basically, he's not doing anything now. Like, she has to basically put all the effort in. Yeah. And it was an older dude. And he was, like, I mean, you have one or two situations. Either, you know, he's talking to someone else or he's just he's not interested in you anymore. Mm. And she was, like, uh, don't say that whatever let's just say his name was uh steve she's like don't say that mr steve and <laughs> he looked at me he was like yo you're a young brother just just tell her tell her straight up and i was like i kind of laughed at it i was like he's right i mean from a male perspective if if he's not you know because a guy has to a guy is the one generally to initiate a relationship with a girl it's usually not the other way around so if he's, you know, asked you to be his girlfriend and he just stops, then nine times out of ten, you know, either something else has his attention or he's just kind of bored with the situation. Yeah, I agree. It's um, It ends up being laziness. And I'm not going to defend yeah. anyone that does that, you know. Um, I can see how a guy would, like, you know, maybe pursue a girl for a while and then he finally gets go the girl finally allows, you know, something to happen between them. And then they're like, okay, I'm good now. Like I got to go. I don't have to do that. And I, 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 I see that. Like I was saying, like not defending anyone does that. Like you're a punk. Like, 
right. You right. tell us him. All right. Yeah. Yeah. So the effort of pursuing doesn't stop right after you get the girl. It should continue, you know? Um, obviously not as rigorous because then you can be like, they may see it as, oh, okay. Um, he's, he keeps trying even though he's got me. Um, it may end up being like an insecurity, but it needs to be such that, you know, keep the love interesting, you know? Um, still go on dates. Uh, there is always that, and it's not necessarily an evil thing or it could turn to a bad thing where because um, you guys are now together, that's it. Mm-hmm. Like, we don't have to do anything. We can go about normally. Um, dates are okay, but there's sort of formality which isn't needed. And I'll, like, I think in any like romantic relationship, dates are really important for bonding and um, for the int- intentionality between two people. So yeah, I mean, advice to guys out there, like I think you agree with this, like if you have pursued a girl and you got her, keep pursuing through dates and making sure that you know that she is your everything, aside from Jesus, your little personal savior, Jesus Christ is your everything, yes. but she's the next best thing, <laughs> okay? Make sure, you, make sure you let her know that. <laughs> And not in a mean way, you know, like, ah, Jesus is my number one. Screw you. But, like, you know, just in a loving way. (laughs) But, okay, cool. Well, let's get to the questions then. So, just first, um, what are your guys', like, experiences in dating? Because we kind of talked about that first for ours. So, what are y'all's experiences in dating? I think my first relationship... um, I say it was a good experience just because it did help me like overcome a whole bunch of like, um, I was very shy. So I think that helped me uh, break out of that, Mm -hmm. especially like with her being older, like going to see like the older kids, it didn't really intimidate me. Um, It did help me work on like communicating and then, you know, realizing that, I can't do this all on my own. So overall, I feel like it, it was a good experience. Okay, that's good. Mm-hmm. Opposite of ours, but that's good. Yeah. <laughs> ours were both really terrible. <laughs> we were like, we got cheated on. We have emotional yeah. scar. Dang. <laughs> <Yeah>. My goodness. <laughs> what about you, Sam? What is How has your dating experience been? Good, bad? Um, okay. I guess I can give you uh, an example, right? Mm-hmm. So um, earlier this year, actually last year, someone, um, one of my friends told me, um, Sam, you're kind of boring. And I was like, what? I'm boring. What do you want about? But I really started to think of it. And I was like, dang, <laughs> am I boring? Wait, who is that friend? Uh, does not that need friend? to be uh, discussed right wow. now. Not about her. Uh, let's call her. Let's call her um, Isabel for now. So Isabel told me that I was boy, and I was like, "You know, screw." But I also knew that Isabel somehow liked people who are outgoing. So I was like, "You know what? I'm gonna be just like a really great outgoing person." 
right? And and just be me. That's just be me. Just like you know, I'm sure there aren't much people out there, but I'm gonna be there. But I'm gonna be untouchable. Like I'm just gonna goddamn be me. So, um, my brother, shout out to Daniel. He uh, suggested, hey, you should try out online dating. And I was like, okay, well, slow your roll. I said I was gonna put myself out there. Not like that. Uh, but I gave it some thoughts. So I downloaded this app called Hinge, right? And um, I'm a Christian. So I was like, I'm going to click all the, you know, you know, the Christian filters, make sure she's between this high and this high. Should be good. So, um, and I didn't think much of it. I put it away. But then I started getting matches. And I was like, whoa, might be actually, you know, likable. I might be a likable person. So um talked to a couple of people and then one time I think it was like twelve in the morning and I responded to someone and okay. yeah and then I slept and at like one thirty I got a response back and I was like, wait a minute, who's up this late? Little do I know. I know, I know, I know. So <laughs> Who's up that late? You already know what hour that is. Yeah, 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 I know. But I kept it like clean, you know kept talking and stuff and then the next day we kept talking and um it was like two days after and she told me she wanted to talk a little bit more before we actually met up so i kept my friends updated and stuff i told isabel about it she just kind of was like huh it's like yeah yeah like, he's he's out he's out going now isabel uh but <laughs> i um <laughs> I, I and uh i decided like we should like meet up so um including being outgoing um she had asked me like what else i did and i was like not much really um other places around in dc like eating and i was like well i haven't been around dc much which at this point i really hadn't because i just recently started working there and she's like um do you know you don't really she also mentioned i'm not really outgoing so i should just go on a trip to chinatown now where i was working was like maybe 34 minutes away from chinatown and i was like really and she's like yeah you should also record it haha <laughs> later on i found out she was joking but i'm like okay so i went to my boss and i was like hey so i kind of want to go to chinatown and try some food is that okay which is kind of ballsy because like it would take me a while to get there eat and come back but she's like yeah that's fine i was like okay great so i went and i filmed the whole thing like a vlog right I, I, you guys have to see it. It was one of my best work. So uh, I did that, and then I sent it uh, to her at the end of the day, and um, she sent me a video response back. And that was the first time I heard her, the first time I'd seen her in person. And I was like, okay, I like where this is going. This is this. Is so that Friday, meet up in D.C., and um, during this time, I was going through a fast, and I had told her that. And then she suggested meeting at the bar. And I was like, I, I'm going through a fast and I, I don't drink like that. So, okay. Anyway, get to the bar, but it's a Friday night. You're not going to find any place to sit or talk in a bar. So uh, we got on the train and we just went to any stop on the train in DC. Spontaneous still. And this was great. Um, and she started asking me, like, what type of person I was and stuff. And I said, well, I'm just Sam. And she said, what does that mean? I'm like, well, um, people used to tell me I'm, like, not outgoing, but I'm kind of changing that a little bit. She's like, yes, I can see. 
I was <laughs> like, yeah. Um, I like to think I'm compassionate. Um, when I get angry, I kind of just sit in silence and go, huh. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I'm working on expressing my emotions a bit more. Um, and I like to think I'm funny. And uh, she told me that, you know, people think she's sometimes serious a little bit, but she likes to go have fun once in a while. And I was like, okay, this is cool. Um, during the trip, though, like the whole dating experience, I noticed her getting closer to me. Now, growing up, like, I used, I joke with people with this, like, middle school, high school, um, girls were just people I saw at school, right? <laughs> there was one case, a friend tells me now, it's like, yeah, so one time in high school, you were, my friend was talking to you, um, and you kind of just stood at her and walked away. And I was like, yeah, that sounds about right. It just didn't interest me. Like, high school, I went there for one thing, to get out. But I digress. So, um, she got kind of close to me during the day, uh, very comfortable, laughing for no reason, um, as I suppose girls do when they like people. And, um, and then I, and she was like physically attractive. I was like, okay. Um, but I'm kind of past that now, uh, me personally. So I was looking f more for herself, like inner self. So I asked her how she was and stuff. But then I realized she started contradicting some of her stuff, the things she'd said earlier. So I said, hey, um, but you just said a couple minutes ago that you don't do this. And she's like, what? I would never say that. Why would I say something like that? And I was like, uh, She was crazy. Red flag, red flag fam. So after that, I would just be like low-key hesitant with it, you know. Um, but kept talking. She seemed to be getting a little bored, but I would say the right thing and she would laugh and stuff. So at the end, we walked over to her car, which, by the way, she said she didn't come by car. She came by train. Mm. So I'm like, okay. So we get to a car, and then she's like, don't look at my car. I'm like, all right. She had already said that she was a dirty person, so I'm assuming the car's dirty too. I was like, okay, that's fine. Um, so we walk over to a car, and um, I asked her if I can like, open the door for her. Maybe I should have just gone ahead and did it. But she, I also, like, was trying to respect the fact that she didn't want me to go close to her car. Um, but she said yes, and she just kind of stood there, right, staring at me. And I looked at her, and I was like, in my head, I was like, yeah, I ain't going to kiss you. I'm sorry. It would have been different, but it was, there was just something a little off with that. So I looked at her and I said, um, hey, I really enjoyed this date, actually. Um, but I would like a second, um, like a second chance to go on a, another date with you. Um, and I said that because, because of just that uneasiness, I could see she was a little uncomfortable and stuff. So maybe it would have been just, you know, first time, not first time jealous, but this is the first time we're meeting. Um, but I said, uh, it's okay if I can hug you. And she's like, oh, of course. So I walk up to her and she hugs me. And I'm letting go, but she's still holding on. <laughs> and then she says, ah, oh, you smell so good. And I'm like, oh, oh, she crazy. <laughs> crazy, crazy. Well, <laughs> and I looked at her, I kind of tilted my head. I'm like, oh. 
You have a good night. <laughs> so would you say that was a positive or a negative experience? Yeah. Okay. It was like a it was, middle ground. It was a middle, but it was. I think it was positive because um, I think that was the first time I went on like an official date. As in, it was set. Um, this was something that um, I wanted to do. It was by someone I'd never met before, and it was intent. It was intended to have a romantic relationship afterwards. Hmm. So in terms of that, positive. Uh, for negative, I was a little uneasy with the um, getting close to me, saying I smell good. I, I, like I said, so the fast I was doing was fasting food and social media, but also indulgences and stuff that would make me feel good, which is like putting cologne on or essential oils. I didn't have any of that one. So I don't know what she was smelling because it wasn't that. Smelling your laundry detergent. <laughs> and I don't think it's a weird thing if a girl says you smell good, but it might be weird if you're hugging someone and they won't let go and you're saying they yeah. smell good. That's yeah. when it becomes weird. Yeah. <laughs> but if you thought if you thought it was weird, that means you really didn't like her. Because yeah. if you liked her, you'd been like, dang, she thinks I smell good. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe it just could have been the way she said it. What? Yeah. A deep like, sniff? Like, <laughs> yeah, like a... Like a <laughs> oh, you smell good. <laughs> Bro, she looked like she wanted to eat with you. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, like, at least she didn't put, like, her face, like, in your neck and, like, take a deep sniff and was like, ooh, you well, smell good. <laughs> she did? Uh, it's a good thing you didn't go on that second one. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We're move on to the, to the now. No, we don't know what was happening on that date. Um, I'm glad you let that go. <laughs> but, all right, so we have a few questions for y'all because we really want to see a guy's perspective on dating, on marriage, what you guys look for in a woman because I'm sure a lot of women out there and we want to know also just kind of your guys' expectations. So, um in well let's say let's start in dating so what do you guys expect of you know a girl or woman while you're dating them um again i I need you to to narrow this topic like this question now so okay what are some expectations we talked about Raina? um we talked about like being able to understand each other and like communicate effectively and understand where people are coming from and know that each person in the relationship is a work in progress being driven stuff like that okay uh uh definitely understanding being able to to adapt kind of because you can, well, for one, understanding, because I heard this uh, this quote, and it was like, you can communicate all you want to, but if the person doesn't comprehend what you're saying, then what's the point of doing it? Mm-hmm. So definitely someone that's understanding. Um, I would say being able to adapt as in, like, being open to to try new things. Because I knew, like, in a previous relationship, I was, I did not, like, I, for one, I'm, like, the pickiest eater ever. 
if something doesn't look right to me, I'm not going to even, I'm not going to touch it. I'm not going to taste it. I'm going to tell you I already had it and I didn't like it. So (laughs) (laughs) something, (laughs) being being open to trying new things, whether it's food, whether it's, you know. Wait, so are um, you not like that anymore? I'm, I'm more open to the idea of it. I'm still working on it. Okay. But at first, like a couple years ago, if you told me like, here, just try this. I, if I didn't, if it didn't look right to me, I'm not. No. So you want someone as able to adapt, but you aren't fully mm. adapted yet. I'm still working on it. Yes. So what, so what if you someone you're working on it? Then I'm I'm open to try with that person. Yes. Okay. Just checking. Just checking. Making sure. <laughs> no, no, no. Someone, someone that's willing to try. Someone like someone that wasn't what I used to be. Like just gotcha. no, nah, I'm not going to do it. Okay. Like, if I can see you making steps into, you know, working on it, then yeah. But if you're just, you know, against it and, like, you know, sorry. <laughs> if you're just against it and you, like, you don't even want to, you know, be open to the idea of it, then not. Okay. Cool. What about you, Sam? Okay. So, the question was, what do I find? This is in dating, right? And then... Mm-hmm. Uh, like, what are your expectations for a woman in dating? Oh, in dating. Okay. Um, for dating, one would be um, someone who is understandable um, and can give grace. Because trust me when I say this, I'm going to need a lot of grace. <laughs> <laughs> Same. <laughs> Same. Um, <laughs> Specifically in terms of grace, like I've said before, like um, I before it would it take me a while to forgive someone, right? And I think what helped me with that was this: um, in the future, I'm gonna need that same amount or even more grace when I hurt the other person, you know. So. If I can get that now, it's like, wow, you did this for me. I'm going to do that and more for you um, in terms of dating. Um, and this is going to be, this isn't any sort of priority list, but another one would be um, compassion. Like, truth, yes, please. Like sometimes you need to give me the full truth. Like Sam, you've been an idiot. Like actually listen to this, like stop or something. Um, but the reason why I say compassion um, is because there are certain ways that you, you do say something, you know? Um, there's truth and then there's the underlining reason why it's said or how it's said. Um, so, and this goes more into um, like marriage and like a woman to marry versus dating. I guess I, con- I kind of combine the two. Um, but for me, yeah, so compassion, um, understanding, being able to give grace. Um, also funny, like, <laughs> I love someone who loves to laugh. Um, also, I'm a sucker for, like, a, a beautiful smile and a beautiful laugh, especially if it's contagious. Um, yeah, that's... Okay. Those are, like, uh, there are more, but those are, like, my big ones. 
what's like a major turnoff for you guys? Like just like Ooh. a deal breaker? Like nah, like I can't. this one first. Yeah, you do. I got to think about that. Oh really? Oh, uh, man. Yeah. Okay. And, and it could be characteristic, or it can be physical. You know, yeah. we all have preferences. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, if you have physical too. Okay. Um, you can't be taller than me. I'm sorry. <laughs> That's facts. I I respect it. <laughs> I'm, I'm sorry. Like, please don't. <laughs> please cut your ankle. Yes. <laughs> um, yes. Yeah, I think another one would be. Yeah, another one um, would have to be if you are uh, a liar, even if it's small. Like it, it because it can it can lead to other stuff. When you lie, um, it can lead to assumptions, and assumptions lead to usually bad thoughts. And then you can start accusing someone of something when that's not the case. Um, so, like, honesty is a huge factor for me as well. Like, um, please be honest with me. Um, another one is this. So, um, for dating, I like to be, um, is it exclusive? Thing is exclusive. Like you shouldn't be talking with other people with me because like talking as in dating another person or yeah. well yeah, that's an open relationship. Yeah, yeah. I would I hope mean, as Christian. No, I, I I get what you're saying. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? There's some people kinda who, like 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 when you guys are like in the, the talking stage, mm-hmm. um, like you know, some people are like, Oh, I'm gonna keep my options open until it's official type. I think that's what you're trying to say, right? Yeah. So you're saying that's a no-go. Like, yeah. if you're talking, if you're just getting to know me, then you should just be getting to know me. Right. Okay. Um, Calvin, did you answer? What's your um, turn off? Yeah, that's right. He didn't. Uh, <laughs> Characteristic-wise? Yeah, or physical. I mean, y'all are guys. Uh, I know y'all see the physical, too. I know. They out here yeah. acting like they don't. They were like, come no, no, no. In. No, I was going <laughs> to give, like, one for both. <laughs> Right, let's get real. Let's get real on real talk. Characteristic-wise, I would have to say someone who's always right or someone who always has to be right. Mm. I I don't know. I just... That just irks me. Like, even, even if you are right, don't, like, don't knock me for having a different viewpoint on something. Yeah. So, someone who... Just has to be right about everything. Uh, a physical trait. Um, I would have to agree with Sam. Someone taller than me. Uh, that's a big one. Um, someone with like, you know, bad hygiene. I would say. Yeah. Mm, hygiene. Yeah. <laughs> uh, like, uh, oh, uh, like a female that does not take care of herself. Mm. I'm not saying you have to be like, you know, in the nail salon or in the hair salon every two to three weeks. But, you know, there are some things that you can do on your own. Like, you know, you 
you you can you can brush your teeth every day. Yes. You don't have to have bad breath. You don't have to have, you know, you don't have to have an odor to you. Just <laughs> if a female cannot take care of herself physically, then no. I agree. Yeah. And ladies, if you um if you feel like, you know, you don't know what to do with um, your hygiene and things like that. There's so many videos on YouTube that can help you, you know, if you have odor issues. I'm not being funny, but I'm being serious because some people do have odor issues and they don't know how to handle it or they don't know that they do smell. So, you know, ladies, um, make sure you check yourself Yeah. before you leave the house because, you know, if you can smell yourself, someone else can too. I have a question. Okay, so when... So when you guys like, okay, for, I have a few questions, but when, <laughs> how do you guys feel about girls approaching you guys? What's wrong with them? Excuse me, what? Say that louder. Uh, on the back. Okay. <laughs> what is wrong with a lady, beautiful lady, <laughs> everything? <laughs> you, so you think it's okay? For a woman to approach a man or to approach you guys. What difference does it make if a man approaches a woman? I think that it shows, in a sense, a weakness, a weakness. in a man. Okay, maybe not a weakness. Maybe that's a bad way to put uh -huh. it. I feel like it shows that the man wasn't bold enough to pursue the woman or... Um, I don't know. I just... Because uh. to me, here's, here's why I'm kind of hesitant to answer that with a full um, no. Like, it's fine. Or, oh yeah, absolutely. Um, <laughs> because of this, it could be possible that the man hasn't even noticed the woman. I was going to say that. Yeah. You know? So I was going to ask, like, ask yeah. something like that. In that scenario, like, you know, the man doesn't know what he's missing. And the lady's like, yo, I'm over here. You know, so uh, sometimes it is, but ladies, if a guy, you know, keeps deliberately kind of putting you down and stuff, two things, either one, he's not interested or two, he's not ready for someone like you. You're beautiful, you're smart, you're intelligent to know that someone is, you know, you, you like someone, but you also, because you're smart and intelligent, know when it's time to stop pursuing, okay? Also, as a woman, like, this is one thing I will say, you're a prized possession, you're beautiful, someone will pursue you, okay? So if the pursuing doesn't work, you can go back to your original state of being pursued. Because you're gonna get someone, girl, all right? <laughs> pursuing doesn't work. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I agree with Sam. Like, you know, like, even me and Let, we've had this conversation before. Um, you know, sometimes, sometimes a female does have to drop hints. I mean, like, you know, I'm not going to say all guys are dumb. You know, there are some, you know, some pretty questionable males out there, Amen. but, <laughs> <laughs> but <laughs> there are a lot of times like, like, like the scenario that you're saying, like they're out in public, like maybe a guy just like Sam said, maybe he just didn't see her or maybe he just. Maybe he's there with, with not that expectation. But if a man doesn't see the woman, then was it, is it because he is not attracted to her or is it because he's just not paying attention or, you know, cause I feel like if you, 
if you don't see someone and you kind of just walk in a room and like you just overlook that person is it because you know for real because no, i mean walk into a room and you notice someone i feel like then you would pursue them but if you're not noticing them is that because like they're just not noticeable or what do y'all think i wouldn't say she's not noticeable it could just be like you know maybe the guy just doesn't have that intention going in there like i mean every guy is going to notice a girl like that's that's human nature like whether a girl is beautiful or whether She's just not his type. I mean, if a girl walks in, a guy's going to notice it. But the guy couldn't be like, say, like, you're at a restaurant or something, like, to make this scenario more real. Like, you're at a restaurant or, you know, some social setting, and you're saying, like, a girl, like, sees a guy across the room and just, oh, I'm going to go shoot my shot at him. Maybe the guy is just there, like, with his friends. Like, he's not there to, you know, trying to mingle with females at the time or maybe he's just you know the thought hasn't come across his mind just yet Mm. Um, now if this is you know they know each other type of situation and she's you know she's constantly shooting her shot at this guy and he's constantly like (laughs) you know then he's not paying attention to me yeah there's something (laughs) maybe he's trying to tell her something without actually telling her something Mm. okay and I have another question real quick. So do guys like stalk girls' social media if they like them? <laughs> I'm being for real. Like, I want to know. Like, so, I just, I just want to know. I have a lot of questions. I would like to uh, plead the fifth. On this. <laughs> hey, hey, we, I can't give y'all the whole, the oh, whole game, bro. <laughs> That's why like, y'all are here. Look at the bird code. Y'all are about to yeah. find, to find us in, like, an alley or somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> Come on. Uh, okay, we'll give you this. If a girl is, yeah, so it goes from like for me, like curiosity to um, fascination to infatuation. If it gets to infatuation, I like two things. I have to stop because I'm going to be stalking this girl, or I'm going to have to find yeah. a way to talk to her. You know, but if like. So um, curiosity is like, oh, you've caught my eye, you know. Um, fascination is okay. This is at this point, I'm gonna go to our social medias, kind of see how she is and stuff. If I go to a point where I am like waking up early in the morning, deciding what clothes I'm gonna pick, knowing exactly what time she's gonna be, or like, <laughs> yeah, <to> meet her. <laughs> like, come on, like I've I've hit that moment. Um, but for stalking, it's kind of a strong word. Uh, I would say it happens, but I guess it just depends on the personality. Like there's some people who are really infatuated with people, but they're not going to go out of their way to stalk them. They'd rather do it in person. Mm-hmm. That's it. That's what it is for me. Calvin? Can you re-ask that question a lot? Um, just, I don't know. Like, do you guys... You know, like, I know if I'm interested in a guy, like, I'll kind of, like, go on his page, like, look through his pictures and stuff like that. Um, do guys do the same thing? Depending upon the person, yeah. I would say, I've, I mean, yeah, I've done it before. Like, I've seen a cute girl, and I'm like, oh, okay, she's cute, you know. That could be, like, a way of, like, say if you don't know her, mm-hmm. a way of, like, trying to find a conversation starter. 
you know. Bro, yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. What do you mean? You gotta be careful. But don't like, I would say, don't let it get to the point where you're like, say, like, you're on her Instagram and you're going all the way, like, you're going back years into her pictures. Now that's too much. And then (laughs) you'll accidentally, uh, like, uh, yeah, if you're like your pictures from like five years ago, then no, you've you've done too much. (laughs) Nah. Now you have to, uh, like, you know, disconnect all your social media so she doesn't know if you like that. <laughs> yeah. yeah, but like... Make a new page, new identity, yeah. country. Yeah. But no, I don't, I don't see anything wrong with like, you know, oh, she's cute. You know, if you have like her social media going on it or like asking a friend like, hey, do you know anything about her? Yeah. But like I said, if you're, you know, if you're going and like liking pictures from 2012, you're you're doing a little too much now and what about so okay if you guys know someone right if you know a girl and you have her on social media but you also see her in person why is it that sometimes guys would rather like dm Mm. girl than like be bold and ask her in person if you this is for people that you have on both. Now, if you only see someone on social media, it makes sense. But if you can, if you do see them in person, how come guys choose that route rather than like face to face? For me, I think it's two things. One, um, it's the easy option. I know it's not the one best like to go down. The punk option. Okay. <laughs> um, and the second one is you may see it every day, but maybe your interactions. Um, like there isn't a good opportunity for you guys to talk one on one, right? Let's say it's someone that you that that one one chick in church, right? That you see on the pew, like across the uh, <laughs> right you see her every day, or maybe you know you stop volunteering so you could see her, or you go on this mission trip, just <laughs> like you know the Christian I, stalking. Yeah, this Christian. <laughs> Um, popping up at church events yeah (laughs) but that yeah it just it just may be that it's just an easier option you know also for girls if you do see that just ask them like if you're interested and you see them like ask them like hey why are you i mean i don't mind you being in my dms but like why haven't you approached me like in person more often than most, though, I mean, they can't lie to you. They'll just tell you, oh, it's just easier, you know, to do it here. But, yeah. I don't know, Calvin? Uh, I agree with Sam. Sometimes, you know, it is the easy or the punk way, I guess. You know, however you feel about it. <laughs> um, another thing it could be, uh, maybe the guy has, like, you know, insecurities or rejection issues. And let you can you can attest to this. You know, some females now are complete savages. Like they, you you can you can be like innocent with it, and then it's just like, and girls talk. It's like, man, they'll be texting their girlfriends or whatever, and it's like, girl, you won't believe what this dude did. Blah blah blah, and it could turn from a simple hello to, girl, this dude had like a whole poster and flowers for me waiting, and so. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I guess it could be like a fear of rejection and just like a fear of it going further than what you intended it to be. 
mm. you know and i think yeah for a guy it's easier to get a rejection like over a dm versus in person you know i'd be like hey my name is no <laughs> walk away. like hey <laughs> yeah but like go ahead Raina. go ahead no 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 because i have a question so i'm gonna hold it oh i was just gonna say i don't know i feel like i feel like that's a big difference in today's like society now and society back then and i know social media wasn't obviously a huge thing back then but i kind of feel like that's you know because you can build this whole relationship over social media and then you get in person and it's completely different it's my day exactly so like i don't know i know i know that you guys you know i mean everyone's afraid of rejection that's a, a universal thing but i feel like when you talk to someone first in person it really helps you to like build that relationship first in person and then continue it on social media or through text or through facetime or through calls but like I don't know. I, I would definitely encourage y'all to like be bold and like get rejected. I mean, you're going to get rejected online or in person. So, you know, at least let them reject you to your face. Like, no, thanks. <laughs> from girls perspective, we talked about this last week too. Like, you know, I, like I said, like a lot of guys, you know, when guys message me and stuff like that, like, I, a lot of times I'm not interested. Most, all of the time I'm not interested, but, <laughs> but it's still, you know, bold of them to put themselves out there with people I don't ever see. So they're, that's why they're doing it on social media. But like, even people in person, like it's very bold when people yeah. come up to you and they're just like, you know, you want to go out on a date or that, uh, whatever they might say, it just makes us as women, I feel like think like, okay. Like, that was very bold, because I feel like nowadays, you know, we can say everything over social media. That's easy, but, like, actually speaking your mind in public and all that stuff, like, that's really, like, where you see, okay, this person's actually bold. Yeah. Like, it's not just a facade. Like, this is actually how the person is, you know? So I definitely encourage y'all, be bold, men out there. <laughs> and so, okay, so I have another question. You guys are both really strong Christian men. So have you liked anyone who wasn't a Christian or, or have you been like, and so for example, if you're, if you're saying, oh, well, I would usually ask that at the beginning or whatever, like, what if you had a friend and you ended up liking her, but she wasn't a Christian? How did, has that happened before? So you go first. <sighs> Bro. Uh, <laughs> yes. Yes. It's happened before. Um, Sorry, was that it? Like, yes or no? How did you navigate it? Oh, um, it's like, you know the right thing to do, but you're still like, ah, you know, there's a possibility, like, she ain't all that bad, you know? Um, navigating it would be um, trying to understand um, that I see this is what you want right now, but is this good for the relationship that you have with um, this girl and God? Mm. You know, um, think of your faith walk right now. And I think when I come to questions which I question, I'm like, oh, maybe it's good, maybe it's not. Um, I always ask myself this, and I, I ask this question regardless to anything it is, whether I have to make a specific decision, listening to specific music, um, talking to someone is this is what I'm about to do going to glorify God 
and if the oh like affects my faith walk if the answer is a hesitant maybe then it's a yes um but even that is still hard to be like okay now i'm gonna do this um because when you start liking someone that's an emotion you have to start you know really focusing on you can't just let it be in your side it's, it's always going to be in your head um and you just have to go like sometimes go through with it um but i think for me what i've done is i've tried not to make my actions based on my feelings um because one that can cause a lot of trouble and i don't want that and a lot of hurts on both sides you know the girl and both to me and like i said earlier before like i don't want to be in a place where i make someone hurt because of my actions so that's my answer okay what about you calvin um well to answer that i'm gonna just be honest absolutely all the time me and leticia all right so leticia is one of my best friends so Basically, anytime I like someone, I bring it by Leticia, and she gives me the same answer every time. <laughs> <laughs> yes. But, but yeah, she can tell you all, all the time. But um, like Sam said, I always ask myself a question or something similar to that, like, is what I'm about to Am I going to have to lie about what I'm about to do? And it, it could be to whoever, it could be to God, it could be to like, it's someone close to me, it could be to God, my mom, you know, my best friend. Am I going to have to lie about what I'm going to have to do? And if the answer is yes, or if I have to think about it, then it's something I shouldn't be doing. Mm. Um, okay. Yeah, you had a few uh, options that were a no-go. <laughs> <laughs> were they bad people outside of the fact that they weren't Christians? Were they just like, mm-mm? Um, okay, here's the thing. I think nice. that, um, I think that, oh, I'm going to be nice. I'm going to be honest tonight. Oh, be honest. That, yes, please. I think that a lot of times we choose the dysfunction we grow up with to continue that in relationships. And a lot of times we pick that. Like, you know, I think that's why me and you kind of ended up in crappy relationships at first because we kind of were used to that, you know? Um, and so I think that, Calvin, I think you pick a lot of girls that like drama and, you know, like violence. And I don't <laughs> think that's healthy because just because you might do that or you might. Uh, <laughs> yes, Raina, you're learning some stuff about Calvin. Wow. <laughs> But um, wow. No, but it's, it, it's really a thing, you know. Oh, yeah. And I think that um, can we, you know, specify that? Because I think you just do violence out there. Now all your listeners are going to think I'm like I'm looking for a psychopath or something. Well, <laughs> you're wild. Whoa, um, we're not going to talk about the past test because there's some um, things. But I definitely think that you know you kind of had a cycle of choosing women that kind of treat you crappy. Um, and I mean, we've talked about it before, but I think, you know, like, like we've said, you know, it has to do with that rejection, that insecurity, um, of where sometimes you don't feel like, you know, as people, sometimes we don't feel like we can do better than that. And so we stick with that relationship that's maybe physically or emotionally violent, 
um, and we feel like that's the best we can do. I mean, you were in a long-term relationship, you know, um, and it was not the greatest, you know? Um, no, it wasn't. And, and, and it was, would you say it was physically and emotionally violent? Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah, I would have to agree to that. Yeah. And, and, you know, that's the thing. I think that, um, you know, even during that time, I would always tell him like, Calvin, like, you got to let this go because <laughs> I could see how much it was hurting both parties. Yeah. You know? But I knew that if I told you, you could end it because I knew the other party didn't want to end it, you know? Um, but I think that a lot of times, you know, we do get into relationships that of dysfunction because we grow up in dysfunction and we think that's normal. Mm-hmm. Like, I used to really, okay, this is like, this is in my past relationships, but I used to really like when guys were kind of like violent with me and like, not like super violent, but like a little violent. (laughs) Okay. I don't like this. Like I used to want to like choke me a little, you know, but don't choke me now. Um, I realized that was dysfunctional. <laughs> um, but I used to like when it, you know, a little violence, you know, it, it went a li- it went a long way. Um, now I see that that's completely unhealthy. Um, you shouldn't, you know, crave violence. Um, but because you might grow up a certain type of way or you might have a certain ideal about yourself or about whatever, um, you, you kind of, we kind of pick those things, you know, and um, we kind of have, that voice in our head telling us, okay, you know, this might not be the greatest, but we still go with it because in a sense, we kind of think that that's all we can mm-hmm. accept. That's all we deserve, you know? And so I'm glad that Calvin um, listened and, and kind of got, you know, free from that relationship because it, it was really hard as a friend of both, both parties to see, you know, what that relationship was doing to both of them. Mm-hmm. Um, but I do think that, you know, we have to kind of break those dysfunctional patterns that we may believe about um, old people or about ourselves or just about what we should expect in a relationship. Because we really, especially as Christians, you know, we really have to renew our mind and say, okay, what's actually healthy in a relationship? And violence is definitely not one of them, physically or emotionally. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm glad, Calvin, that you're kind of, you know, thinking about better women, uh, better options. But, um, and I'm not saying those women were bad, but they just had dysfunctional ways of thinking, um, like we all do, but they just haven't grown out of it yet. And you don't need to be in that because it's just going to hurt you, you know? And, and as your close friend, like, I don't want, I don't want you to be in that any longer, especially because I, I saw what it did to you, you know? And I know we, we think that guys are, you know, not as emotional and stuff, but no, we are. But yeah, you guys are. You might not show it externally, but you definitely have. I feel like the same emotions women have. You just don't um, show it. You know. Eh, you question about that. <laughs> you could think you a thug all day, Cammy. No, I mean, who is not no thug? Like several <laughs> I'm so sick of y'all. <laughs> 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 All right. Question. What would you you ladies say to a guy that says, you know, or a guy that doesn't own up to his emotions? Like, 
I used to joke and be like, oh, I, I'm dead inside. I have no emotions. But like, what if you actually met like a guy that was, you know, emotionless? How would you how would you deal with that? We wouldn't be talking. We wouldn't be dating. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> and I, I think if he hasn't realized the truth of how he is with his emotions, then he's probably not actually mature. Mm-hmm. And he probably, you know, you don't want to date someone that's like that because they they don't even know their real self yet. You know? And if, yeah. No. I was just going to say, if you don't know your real self, then, like, you know, you're probably going to have a, a skewed view of me, too. So I don't even, I wouldn't even go with that. And you can kind of see that in that dating process, you know, um, how they are in that sense. And, too, it's hard because, like, if people don't have emotions then if you date them or talk to them or whatever then you're you're the one responsible for bringing those emotions out of them like you have to you know get them to express things and stuff like that and that puts a lot of a burden on you you know like it should be pretty equal and the ability to communicate your emotions should be there because it's like what Leticia says like it's a it's more of a maturity thing like we talked about last episode you don't have to be crying all the time, but like, you know, at least know how you feel so then you can better express it. So then as a girlfriend, I'm not responsible for making you figure out how to how to feel, you know? And even when, you know, you have, let's say you guys do, let's say you guys do have, you know, end up getting married. Um, as women, we want to know that we have a husband that can, that knows how to deal with his emotions so that when, if we have a son, then you can teach him how to deal with his emotions through how you deal with yours. Mm. Um, you know, and Calvin, you always joke and you're like, Oh, you know, I'm gonna, um, I'm gonna have a favorite child and I'm gonna make sure all my other kids know. And I know you're joking, <laughs> but no, no, that's a hundred percent serious. Real but, talk. <laughs> Real you know, talk. that's dysfunction. That's, you're going to have your kids growing up insecure because they're going to think, you know, certain things. So like how, how that man is or or the thoughts that he has um, really impacts what we think as women, because we're thinking of you like women, we think in the long term. I feel like we're thinking like kids and family and like, how is he going to be with, you know, is he good with kids? Like, I always think that like, okay, is this guy good with kids? Because I want kids 100%. And I want to know that I don't have to teach him how to be good with kids, but that he already knows. So that's something that for me is like a big deal breaker. Like, yes, you can learn to be good with kids, but like, you know, it's kind of different than just naturally being good with kids. And I feel like that's, a you know, we think as women, we think very long term. So um, just, I don't know. I think if a man can't even figure out his own emotions, there's going to be a lot of other problems that stem from that, mm-hmm. uh, especially with your future family if you do end up getting married. So do you guys, because um, I guess we didn't really talk about your expectations in marriage that much, but do you guys feel like when you're married, because a lot of people ask this question, do you feel like your spouse is going to, should be higher on your list or your children? What are y'all's thoughts? And then I'll tell you guys mine. Uh, uh, that's a, that's a great question. 
Okay, Calvin, we'll let you think. Sam, what yeah. do you think? Um, I would say it is the wife and husband, first and foremost. Okay. Why do I say that? <laughs> no, why do you enlighten us? No, okay. Um, <laughs> I would say that because of this. Um, if you have a family where the husband and wife can't work as a team, they're not as one when they're trying to discipline this, their children. It's kind of separate discipline. They don't agree with one another and stuff. Um, it's really hard for the children to look at them as an example. Um, so if there is unity, if there's solidification, if you prioritize your marriage first, children usually come after. Like, that's how it goes. There's a reason why it's, uh, I shouldn't say that. I'll say it just in case I'm wrong, but personally for me, I think there's a reason why marriage comes first before you have children, um, mm -hmm. just for that unity. But that's, that's just my opinion. Okay. What about you guys? Uh, I I agree with Sam. I think the the relationship with the wife first, because you're kind of like what Sam said. You're you're setting that foundation on what the the kid should look up to. And if you don't have a solid foundation, then basically whatever dysfunction that you have between you and your wife, you're just passing that on to your children. It's just going to keep going and going on. Yeah, Raina? Yeah, I agree. At first, I thought children, because I immediately went to, like, what ifs, you know, dysfunction. Because, mm -hmm. like, all of this is contingent on if you're successful at choosing the right partner, which you should be. But if you're not, then, like, obviously my kids would come first. So, and then that's why it's really hard, because I'm like, I mean, I want to put my spouse first, but what if what they want interferes with, like, the well-being of my kids, mm. you know? And so I would want to put the well-being of my kids first if that were to happen. Like, if there were to be an, a huge disagreement, then I would put the well-being of my kids first, but I would try to remedy that disagreement first and foremost, if that makes sense. That makes sense. And I think that goes into having that, um, making sure you find the right spouse before you, yeah. because if you find the spouse that truly hears from God and like knows Christ, then they will lead you according and they wouldn't do anything to harm the well-being of your child. Yeah, exactly. God wouldn't, you know, he might take us through tests and things like that, but he wouldn't do, um, you know, anything to like, harm us if it weren't for good mm -hmm. and when I say harm I don't mean like physically but just like you know we sometimes have to go through things in order to get stronger mm -hmm. um, but that makes sense I agree with all of you guys I think that um your relationship with your spouse is definitely 100% more important not saying your kids are any less but there is a different type of love and I also think that you know uh, like Sam said, if, if you guys aren't on the same page and if you guys don't love each other, then everything else below that is going to kind of be messed up, I feel like. 
Um, and when your kids leave the house, you're stuck with your, your spouse, you know, you're going to be with that spouse. So it's like, if you, I, I, I see so many couples and married couples that are, that focus so much on their kids and all that. And I feel like their relationship from what I see just doesn't look, it doesn't look like they love each other. And it's sad because it's like, well, before these kids, y'all were, you know, it was just you guys. Mm -hmm. And after these kids is just going to be y'all. You know, so it's like, I feel like sometimes that, you know, um, you can start to put more of the emphasis on, oh, the kids and we need to do this and that. And it's like, well, remember your spouse too. Like, that's the whole reason you're even, you even have children, mm -hmm. you know, so. Cool. Any other questions? Um, this is a pretty long thing. It's good. You any, any, any last remarks before we finish out? Oh, uh, so you're gonna put my my socials up there? Oh in, in yeah. Comments too. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, so, no, wait, 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 wait. It's cool. Sam was trying to get a wife on this whole podcast. <laughs> <laughs> That's the only reason why I signed up. <laughs> he was like, I want a woman who. <laughs> like, you want to be a podcast? No, there'll be a wife. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, we hope you guys. Um, kind of heard a little bit from men's perspective on what they look for in women and different turnoffs. And um, we're not saying women, you just need to go and change immediately, but think about these things um, because I'm sure that if, if these guys are thinking it, then there are a lot of other men thinking the same thing because um, most men are pretty similar. Um, so, you know, just take yeah. Pretty similar. <laughs> Call us all basic. No, basically. but listen, listen, it is true. I was and watching. Raina over there head nodding in agreement. Like, I'm wow. telling guys are actually very similar. Mm. I was watching Love is Blind. They're very typical. I was watching Love is Blind the other day, right? And the girls, like in the, one of the first episodes, they were like, oh, guys are all the same. They're probably over there doing push up, doing push up contests. Why did it switch to the guy screen and they were doing push up contests? <laughs> <laughs> okay, that's pretty funny. I'm just I saying, mean, like, but... you can kind of some, like, you can what kind of see in our group chat, Let? You said what? Contest. I said, what do we see in We the don't need to talk about that. That's all of Instagram. Listen. Yeah. <laughs> yes, but only men were doing it. No, nah, I've seen plenty of females on it too. Mm -hmm. The only reason you don't see females doing it is because they choose not to do it. It's not a male egotistical thing. Uh, well, I think it is. I think it is. Well, for the record, I hate doing physical exercise. So, so you're fat and lazy. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Good to know. Lady, he is fat and lazy. If you want him, his Instagram is Sam Boachi. S-A-M-B-O-A-K-Y-E. Link Sam in the Boachi, description. Fat and lazy. <laughs> Dang. Um, but yeah, we hope you guys enjoyed. Um, next week, hopefully, we can get a married couple to come in and talk about what it is like actually being married and what that actually looks like and what's most important in marriage. So hopefully, we'll see. Um, and then if you guys want to contact Calvin at all, uh, he's the one that was in the dysfunctional relationships but is growing <laughs> out of those things. Um, yes. His tag Amen. Just type C. Hey, thank you. Hey, actually, shout out to Leticia for actually getting that right. Everyone that reads it think it's Justy Peck or something <laughs> stupid like that. Just like that. I was like, 
<laughs> peck. He wants just a peck on the cheek. <laughs> I I appreciate you for getting that right. You're welcome. I just read it. That's it. Thank you. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, just a peck. <laughs> What does this mean? But okay. (laughs) It's simple. Just type C. Oh my gosh. (laughs) Cool. Well, we will see you guys next week. Thank you guys. Thank you, Sam and Calvin, for joining us today. We appreciate y'all. Very honored. Thank you. Thank you for having us. (laughs) All right. And we'll see you guys next week. Yep. Bye, guys. Bye. See you.